0: What is beautiful and also terrifying is that we are constantly growing and figuring things out, but that also means that they are too. And so we have to have like the grace to allow them to figure things out and also for us to figure things out. So that just takes a lot of communication when we're becoming new people constantly.
1: Hey folks, welcome to the podcast this week. This feels like a late night show where you talk about love. Because this is Valentine's Day episode Very special We're talking all about relationships My name is Jacob Derusha and I'm going to quit this Silly voice and let you listen to our Valentine's Day special podcast Thanks for
2: listening Hello Catholics across America Or the world I'm not sure who's listening to this right now (laughs) Welcome to 2021 What a time to be alive (laughs) Action (laughs) Action
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, Thomas, I need you to narrate my life.
2: (laughs) Today is February 2nd, 2021. There's a surprisingly scary warm front happening in Arizona. I had to turn my air conditioning on today. Wow. Also unrelated to the warm front, there is a leak in my apartment. It's super inconvenient. I'm sorry. Um, I don't think that people in the podcast are interested about my
0: day-to-day inconveniences,
2: They're going
0: to hear them. I care. Thank you. Hopefully, they'll pray for you. Um, But we have Jacob here, Thomas, our amazing announcer, and Emmy. And what are we talking about today, Thomas?
2: Relationships. Love, (laughs) love. What's what we're talking about?
1: (laughs) How's your How's your twenty twenty one been so far? I mean, you talked a little bit about like a few few of few couple days. How's it like the the All
2: right. So, pros in my book, I got to be a godparent my Godson elect is getting baptized this week. I don't think Godson elect is the word, but- Nope,
0: that's still a thing. No, um, my fiance calls me the wife elect. So I think Godson elect-
2: But see, there's a word fiance for that. Like that's the point of fiance is <laughs> the preface.
0: <laughs> anyway, point is you have a Godson elect.
2: <laughs> I'll ask his parents how I feel about them. That's a good point. Um, for those listening, start using the phrase Godson elect or Goddaughter elect- when people ask you to be the godparent which speaking of like young adults i feel like that's like one of the first like adult things you do as a young adult being a godparent for someone yeah i mean it's it's
1: biblical too so don't don't even don't don't look it up i mean it's it's biblical trust us just kidding
2: don't probably um anyway yeah it's in deuteronomy just somewhere in there
0: (laughs) oh my gosh you guys are terrible no okay we're gonna have like people like bible checking us out (sighs) <sighs> anyways is- congratulations thomas that is actually really really cool
1: how's your 2020
0: been uh 21 amy <laughs> it's fine i'm fine um jumping back and forth between my fiance who lives in california so trying to see him um also like living in arizona so that's fun um different worlds different world like a little ham montana-esque maybe maybe <laughs> Are you the <laughs> Hannah Montana? Or are you the
2: Miley Cyrus in this relationship?
0: Yes. Yes. I'm just going to leave it at that. I think Hannah Montana. I think, I i hey, I, I'm, we're on a podcast. That's totally Hannah Montana status. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, just trying to bounce around, figuring out um, how to get married at the end of a pandemic. I'm saying end because I'm hopeful and positive. So um, yeah, work, working on that. Hopefully March, if everything goes well, we'll see. It's fine. Anywho, Jacob,
1: how are you? What's going on with you? Oh, I am good. I am. I got my first uh, dose of the vaccine. No reactions. Good, and then I'm um, getting my second dose. Yeah, here in a couple weeks. Um, been pretty uh kind of low key, just doing everything from home, which is uh can't complain. It's been it's been good.
0: Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Well, that being said, now that we covered like the basics of how are we, what's going on, 2020. All right. Gonna be that girl. What's your what's your status? What's your status? What's your relationship status?
1: Um, on my Facebook, I think it's a single. Uh (laughs) just being as like straight (laughs) as straight solid as like Facebook goes. Um
0: Facebook gives you more options than like what you know, taxes are coming up. Like Facebook gives you way more options than like your tax returns.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Do you wanna put it's complicated on tax return? (laughs) <laughs> oh my God! are
0: talking about the taxes of the
2: relationship or both i mean if i get a deduction i'll put it there
0: <laughs> i love it oh all right thomas fill me in what's what's your
2: um i guess if the irs were, gonna, were to ask i would say i'm single and if other people were going to ask i would also say i'm single so thank you for differentiating but 2020 has been a hard year date so there's no i'm not stressed about it you know
0: yeah dating in 2020 like i no i i don't i i don't want to go on dates with my current fiance we've we've been together for two and a half years it's like i don't want to go on a date with you like it's 2020 i'm not doing that i can't I've been imagine, investing
2: like, a lot of myself that's what i tell myself
0: I love that that's a thing though that, okay we're like don't joke about that because that's actually legit and super important
2: um see I wasn't joking my voice just doesn't really change inflections if I'm being serious or not it's a kind of a ongoing life problem
1: so Emmy, um i I know you've mentioned it already but um you kind of which uh, your you so you have a fiance like, like how long have y'all been fiance and stuff like that. So how long have we been
0: engaged <laughs> <laughs> fiance <laughs>
1: um
0: yeah so we met the summer of 2018 we got engaged fall of 2019 we were supposed to get married october 10th of 2020 but haha jokes on us that's okay um it's actually been actually it's actually been really cool i joke about it but um we've been able to like as stressful as it is, we have, we are for sure a better couple trying to maneuver through this together and having that extra time to like try to communicate, um, and, and build that skill set and just be better people for each other. Um, so yeah, that's kind of our story. We're looking at getting, doing like a super, super small wedding in March. Um, and then, uh, you know, hopefully down the road, a big family one later, but Anywho, that's that's me. That's where
2: I'm at. Jacob, what about you?
1: Sorry, what like what question? What I sorry, I'm confused.
2: Um, so you filled out your IRS, your tax forms. You're single. Tell us about that.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I actually honestly haven't dated anyone in like a long time. I think for me um like like uh like strictly like I've been on dates and things like that but not so much like calling it dating or whatever like um and I think uh I didn't really even look for it that much when I was in grad school because I was only there for like two years I know I wasn't going to be there for that long um and then uh, undergrad I think I was focused more on like business stuff and I'm also uh low-key kind of awkward um so that probably plays into it (laughs) um (laughs) Yeah, so I think at this moment I'm I'm pretty settled in. I think in Arizona, which is good. So I'm, um, yeah, feel a little bit better.
0: I think what you said in there, like I went on dates, but I wasn't dating. Like that's something we need to talk about. Like just like I I I have an issue with like dating language because first off, there's so many steps. And like, we use the same word. Cause like you said, like you go on a date that does not mean you're dating. Like those are two different things. And like somewhere in there is like, oh, we're just talking. Like, like I have issues with this. Like I, I, I actually got really lucky in the fact that like, I, I stink at knowing when someone's interested or like what stage of dating you're in. Like how, how do you guys navigate that?
2: See, I think it's interesting because when you're younger, like in middle school, high school, like you spend all day with these people. So there's really no like dating steps. I think you just start like you just jump in because that's who you spend most of your time with. And even in college, like I was in a fraternity and Greek like has established like date nights. So there's kind of an assumption if you took someone on a date night for a couple times, then you're going steady. But in the adult world, you don't have those, you know, you know structured events. <laughs> yes. So you have to like ask people like, Hey, do you want to get dinner? And they say, yes. And you go and you have a nice time. And then I think based on, I don't want to like make this seem like a, like an equation, but you know, there's a level of like, how did you enjoy dinner? Like, what do you think the long-term benefits are? Like, where are you in life? Where do you think they are in life? Do you think you're compatible spiritually or just personality wise?
0: But there's also like the other level of like, Hey, I'm just asking you to dinner. Cause like, food is good. Let's
1: go get food. Like there's, I don't know. Like, I like you, you're fun to hang out with, but that might not mean like, I like you in terms of like, I want to.
2: That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm like, Emily, em, Emmy, do you want to grab a beer at RTO Sullivan's? I don't know. That's a date, but if I reach out to a girl, I don't know that. Well, I'm like, Hey, do you want to grab dinner?
0: Yeah. But how is she supposed to know that? Like, yeah, Like,
1: I, I, cause I feel like I've done that with girls. Like I've uh, like in the past, like just hung out with them and was like, I didn't really, you know, there wasn't anything, Mm -hmm. um, Um, you know, wanting anything romantic.
2: I think, well, I guess if you're like already close friends with a person, that's, I think that's where it gets great. If you don't know the person that well, and you kind of like know each other from like mutual acquaintances and that person reaches out to you, you kind of know.
0: No, no, I disagree. I disagree. Cause to this day, so here I was in college, this guy was like, Hey, let's have dinner. I'm like, okay. Um, I, I had I do not know if that was a date or not like because he Were was, you guys close friends before Like, I think I'd met him like once or twice before but like there I think that was romantic it was like no for me okay like this is like maybe this is like a bit much for me but like I know it's a date if like There's like, if you try to hold my hand or like, if, if there's a kiss or something, I'm like, oh, that's a date. And maybe that's because like, I, I need big flashing signs or something. Um, To this day, like, we went on a couple things together and had fun. But like, I truly don't know if it was a date or not. No idea. Did he pay for the bills? There weren't bills. One of them. Yeah, there weren't bills.
2: When he went to like dinner, did he, did he pay we, for well, dinner? We did
0: like, we just had like wine at his house one time and we just, we just talked and had wine and it was great. Um, can, it, I
1: would, can it be a date for one person, but maybe not for the other? Like, in I head. think
0: it can be, I think this is where I think dating. Okay. This is what I think is so important in a partner is like, you need to communicate from like step one. Like, are you on a date or not? What are expectations? Like, communication is for me the most important thing in a relationship
1: um yeah. well, see i don't think it's um depending on the situation i don't think it's important to say like the date first time you hang out to say like it's a date but like because my philosophy is like hey let's just um let's spend some time together whatever dah, 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 dah. not maybe like label anything like on the first bat and then go from there but obviously like communicate along the way i think um, I that's just my, maybe I'm wrong.
0: No, no, no. I get that. Like, it's not like, like, I agree. Like you shouldn't be like, Hey, do you want to get dinner with me and go on a date? It's like, okay, that's a little forward, a little aggressive. Um, but like, I think somewhere along the way, somebody has to be bold enough and brave enough where like, like, luckily, like I'm like that one college date, like, or not date, whatever it was gathering, who knows? Um, I, it is my responsibility since I. Did not know what was going on in the situation. Like it falls on me that, like, I have to be okay with not knowing is that a date or not. And I, and I, and luckily, like, I am comfortable with not knowing for that one. Um, but so what it's, is like- the,
1: okay? So no, like, I was just gonna say, sorry, go, 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 you go, you go, you go.
0: So like, I just think it takes. um I, I think like yeah, at first like no, but like I do think there needs to be some communication whether like in the middle of it or towards the end of it of like what or, or some boundary set. So you can, so you know where you guys stand because otherwise you run the risk of someone thinking it's something that it's not and really hurting somebody. And like, that's not okay.
2: So I want to change my stance what I said earlier, because I decided to go through my own messages and see how I asked them on a date. And I just use the word, let's see. Let's, uh, I'm going to, you know, leave out, you know, proper nouns here. Okay, good call. You know, other descriptive factors. You know, blah, 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 small talk. Hey, I just want to see if you'd be interested in going on a date sometime. And then I add other things afterwards. And yeah, we did. So maybe, I don't know. I, I think I like boundaries too. And I think you just have to be, I don't know. I think men are sort of taught that you need to take lead in a lot of things. And I think that's true in a lot of cases. And then if you are going to take the lead, you know, take ownership of being direct and like communicate what you want. And if the other person doesn't want the same thing, that's okay. But wouldn't you rather know that ahead of time than having this awkward dance of miscommunication?
1: So what is like, I'm just curious what y'all think of, what's your experience like, what's been uh, most, or maybe mo- yeah, more, yeah, most effective in terms of like communication, what's worked well with you to like make things clear and like hopefully not Uh, hurt too many people's feelings
2: you mean after like the first like like, the first the first date because I asked this person to go on a date like up front so we had that intention that's what was happening um you know I obviously you're not committing to a full-on relationship there but that's sort of you know it's just not like a having a having dinner with a normal friend do you mean like down the road like when do you decide if it becomes a relationship and when it doesn't
1: I mean, I guess uh, in terms of like boundaries, like whenever you set certain boundaries, whether you're like continuing with the romantic relationship or not, like what's effective?
0: For me, I think setting um, expectations at the end of your time together. And that can be something as simple as like, hey, I want to see you again. Like, hey, I want to do something like, or there's this thing coming up. Do you want to do this with me? Um, Like setting the expectation of more time. Um, I also do think, in order to date you, like the best way to date is to really be firm in who you are and what you want. Um, so I know for me, I like after about a a month of going on dates with someone, I was like, Hey, I like, this is my cutoff time. If you don't know, if you want to date me right now, if you don't know if you want to be my boyfriend, like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to waste your time. I'm not going to waste my time. Um, and that was a really, really hard conversation, but because I knew myself, I, I didn't want to be dragged along in limbo forever. So it, it kind of takes a little bit of forward thought or, or even just taking time, looking at yourself and knowing what is good for you. And then it, it's super uncomfortable, like super, super uncomfortable. But um, if I think if you like are able to say what you, what, what you desire Um, and I get it. Like, it doesn't have to be a big series conversation. It can be like, it it can be something as simple as like, Hey, can I talk about this? I'm a little confused. This is what I'm thinking. Can you like, what are you thinking? Um, and it can be uncomfortable, but I think, I really think it gives you clarity for, for not just a relationship, romantic one, but also just like yourself. Did that make any sense? (laughs)
1: Yeah, no, I like that. I feel like I'm on um, a similar boat. Like, I think just continuous communication in terms of, I think also like, yeah, in terms of uh, boundaries. But I think prefacing it with vulnerability, in the sense like what you mentioned, this is what I'm thinking. Uh, like, I would say, for me, it's like processing like what am I feeling? Uh, how do I feel about this personally? And then how can I express this to this other person um, in a way like, okay, this is because this is what I'm experiencing. Um, what are you, what are you experiencing? What are you feeling? Which I think for me has been, um, powerful because I think oftentimes, like if I take a little bit of time to reflect, I know kind of what I'm feeling in a particular situation, but I may not, um, uh, express it as much. Cause I think just the, ten- the my own tendency is to, um, I guess what, what, the way I'm perceived sometimes is kind of flat. So it's hard for people to tell. So it's, it's been powerful for me to kind of like express that.
0: Yeah. I mean it's also just like it depends on your communication and like your love language and I don't know, like you also brought up boundaries there, Jacob, and just like having this for yourself. Like what can you define like what a boundary is to you? And like maybe like can you can you give us an example of some of your boundaries?
2: I think it's interesting to say what's the definition of a boundary because in my mind, I feel like a boundary is kind of a definition in itself.
0: Okay. So, to ha- yeah.
2: But Jacob, what are your boundaries?
0: Oh my goodness. Thomas, don't shy away from it. Come on. Uh-uh. Okay. You, you're saying boundaries is a definition. Okay. What are your boundaries? Go for this.
2: I just like transparency. Like, I don't know if I have like any specific like overall like relationship rules i just want people to be clear and concise on what they want and i think it's also okay to know that maybe you might not know that for a little while but i think it's okay to take some time to get to know a person i think though like once you kind of know if you want to have like a long-term thing with this person i think it's good to kind of make that decision up front though because like you said you don't want to lead someone on even though like it might be fun in the in the short game it's really probably not the most ethical thing to do
0: do you have like a time frame for that for you for you I, to like figure things out or like how do you strike that balance between it's okay not to know and okay i should know i want to take care of yourself and the other person i would say it's
2: more less of a time frame of like days and more of exposure with that person because like i mean there might be like periods of life like it's hard to see people like things happen in life. And I don't know. I think after hanging out, I think you want like a specific number after like the fifth time of hanging out with the person, I think maybe you should probably have a good vibe if you're ready for the next step.
1: What do you think Jacob? Um, I think for me, I just, I don't know. I'm trying to think of how I would define boundaries. I think boundaries for me would be um, something that, is not good for my mental health um whatever that is like if it's if i mean, like whatever relationship whether that's like romantic or not um if I feel like overwhelmed or whatever being that like I'm an introvert like I need some alone time um so I think communicating that um but I'm also thinking of like the kind of like the the curve of a relationship from what I understand it's like you know like at the beginning of a relationship it's all like fireworks and things like that and people you want to be with that person for you know a lot more frequently than as time goes by you're like okay it kind of mellows out um so thinking about like how those boundaries would work uh, comparing like the beginning of a relationship to as like it kind of mellows out I don't know what
0: y'all think yeah no I, I totally get what you're saying about like- seeing someone a lot versus, versus not. So, um, when I first met the boy, um, AKA fiance, but yeah.
2: Husband elect.
0: Husband elect. No, he's just the boy. He will forever be the boy. Um, anyways, so first met the boy, I lived 45 minutes away and I drove up almost every day and drove back. Like that's a significant amount of time just to see him. However, um, like I, I, like, I'm definitely a person where like, I am totally an extrovert and I want to be with people and all that jazz, but then it's like, okay, I need like a day where I don't see anybody. I just need to be by myself. So, um, I go from like, see people a lot and then nothing. Whereas the boy, um, he, uh, he is more of a introvert that likes to be around one person or two people at all times. So it's, it's kind of difficult because we have different boundaries. Um, and like, it's like, okay, like we need, like, so setting those boundaries have been really important for us because if I don't have time by myself, I, I actually become a worse person in that relationship. And I, I'm just, I treat him worse. I don't treat myself well and it's not good. However, that being said, if I don't spend time with him. He gets really, really hurt and he doesn't feel valued or respected. Um, and so like he, his boundary, like he actually needs time together to be able to, to foster that relationship. So I think boundaries, it's kind of a bit of a dance because it's constantly changing. Cause at the beginning of the relationship, I was all about seeing him all the time. Um, right before we got engaged, I was like, I just saw you three days ago. I don't need to see you
2: again. (laughs) Um, Did you tell him all the stuff? Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. I was going to ask, like, you kind of mentioned how you, at least you recognize, like, what kind of space you need and what kind of space he needs. Was this something you guys had a fun conversation about? (laughs) <laughs> like at a certain point in your relationship or was this like an organic thing you learned over the years?
0: Oh my lordy. There, it-, it honestly, Would it
2: have been helpful to have a conversation where you sat down and be like, hey.
0: It would have been so helpful if we understood that about each other from the beginning. Like so much because it, it, it was so hard. Like honestly, about the first year of us being together was, it was so difficult because- we're each like, he's trying to show that he loves me by spending all of his free time with me. And, and that's not, that's not like, and while I am a quality time person, um and I love quality time, I want it to be quality time. I don't want us just to be sitting watching TV. That's not quality. That's not helping us learn more about each other. We're not growing in that. And so I would get annoyed. And whereas for him, for me, I'm like, Oh, you have a lot of things on your, your, like, you have a ton of like, on things to do on your list of things to do. So like, I'm going to leave you alone so you can conquer them. And for him, it was like, it was so hurtful because he like, here I am trying to give him the gift of time and, and he thought I didn't like him or care about him or any of that. So it was just this, like, like so many fights could have been avoided if we had really took the time to assess ourselves and assess and and just openly say that like hey like once we were finally able to openly say like hey like i need time by myself i will come back to this conversation um in an hour or two hours or whatever but i just need time by myself or if he or you know if he was open and said like hey you're not spending time with me. This doesn't make me feel good. Like I'm I'm having issues with this. Can we please spend more time together? And we could have saved like so, so many fights, so many arguments. Um, yeah. Comes back to you that see,
1: communication. Um, I was gonna say, do either of you see um similarities like within your communication style, maybe within your boundaries, within relationships based on kind of like how you were raised and the relationships you saw? you're growing up
2: so my my mom's uh she's from central america and my dad is from wisconsin so just their cultures are very different so I, i don't know if i have like the best understanding of what like a normal american american household looks like but my parents are very direct people uh my mom is very direct and my dad seems to take it so uh i don't know i think i kind of respect that they know where they stand with each other because they just say it out loud and they're not very passive aggressive i think i think there's pros and cons i think there's a pro to being you know sensitive to people's emotions uh but i think there's also a pro to just knowing where you stand with each other and being communicating that so at least there's not surprises down the road and i think i like that too like i don't think i want surprises like that in a relationship i think i want to know where you stand. I think everyone really wants that ultimately, but I think people don't always want the steps that take to get to that place.
1: So just kind of like, even just like a check-in, like, how are you feeling? What are you you thinking? Kind of just- Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people want to be sensitive to certain things and not have certain difficult conversations. But I think if you really want to be in a place where you're transparent with each other and you know what each other wants, you have to like take the time to carve that out and, you know, buckle down and do it.
0: I don't know if it was so much similarities and communication styles. I think for me, it was more, I assumed so many things based off of how I was raised. Um, and, and that was like super detrimental because um, w- um, we're just so different. Um, and that was one thing that I do see in my, my parents' relationship. Um, I love my parents are incredible. They've been married for 30 plus years um, and they're, they're different. They're extremely different. Like my mom wakes up at 4 30 AM and goes to bed at nine. My dad stays up until 3 AM and wakes up at nine or 10. Um, like like sleep probably together for like two to three hours a night, depending on the night. Um, like they're, they're so like, he says hot, she says cold, like just so, so different. And I grew up thinking that was normal, like to have major differences in relationships. Um, Whereas Mitch um, grew up with parents that do everything together. They're very similar. They do a lot of things together. They enjoy always being together, doing everything together. They believe a lot of the same things. Um, They have similar tendencies. And so going into this current relationship, current relationship, anyways, going into a relationship with Mitch, it was different because my expectation, like I thought it was normal for so many disagreements. That being said, it also gave me like a lot of hope, um, because I knew it was possible to, to be in a relationship. Um, if you like, and where you disagree about a lot of things, so long as like your, your foundation is there. So long as like you're firm in who you are and you're firm also in like, and just like I I know I've said this probably about a hundred times, but like, as long as you're really communicating, whether that's with words and like, like there's so many ways to communicate, but like truly taking the time to do that with your partner. um, Because what's, what is beautiful and also terrifying is that we are constantly growing and figuring things out, but that also means that they are too. And so we have to have like the grace to allow them to figure things out and also for us to figure things out. So that just takes a lot of communication when we're becoming new people constantly. So um, I like I love that my parents showed me that, but on the other hand, it was it's it's definitely been difficult. So yeah.
2: do you think, do you think there's certain like non-negotiables that you need to discuss upfront in a relationship? Yes, because I, I mean, like obviously you do grow up as people and you have different needs, but I think ultimately there are. Certain things about yourself that you plan on, you know, holding on to for the rest of your life. Like my my parents are different religions. My mom's Catholic, my dad's Lutheran, and I feel like they had the religion they had the conversation up front. Well, they got married in the Catholic church, so at some point they had the conversation where they're going to raise me and our brother Catholic, and then my dad can make Lutheran jokes about how he's going to nail things on the Catholic door when we go to Easter Mass about things he doesn't like. And they had that conversation before, so it's not something that they are upset about, you know, twenty eight years later. My dad makes his Protestant Reformation jokes here and there, and my mom has Catholic sons. So they had that compromise. And I mean, there's other things too. But to me, I always wonder, like, is that something you should discuss up front? Or is that something you think that maybe you'll grow into later down the road?
1: Yeah. I I know this thing that's coming up to me is, like, um, they're racist. I probably steer away from that. Or if, like, some other things that are just, like, um, hurtful. They're racist. Yeah. Like the, you know, like there's certain tendencies that I don't see them being able to like, um, work on or see them like wanting to put the effort in to work on to be better. Um, that's something that like I would say, uh, I love you as a human being, but I don't think we can like go further in this relationship. Um, or just like general things like that. They, um, don't care about the dignity of another human being in whatever regard that might pertain to. Um, so I think that would be for me like a non-negotiable.
0: Yeah, it's a great question, Thomas. Actually, that was something that um, our our uh, marriage prep um, couple um, actually asked us to write down, like our things, and be like, "What are your non-negotiables? What what has to be on the table?" Um, and like that's that's really hard. And like some of, some of the stuff is like really deep, you know, like uh, um, you know and it can be hot topic, you know, like it can be, some of it can be faith. Some of it, you know, like, um, like Jacob said, it can be like, Hey, if you're racist, like, no, like that, like that's totally a valid thing. Some of it can also be, um, lifestyles. So for example, um, Mitch loves to hunt, like he's a hunter and it's not that he's gruesome or anything. He, he loves the sport, um, and he loves the bonding and it, it's just part of who he is. Whereas me, I am a, this theater person. Um, I love to perform. I love that. Um, but I, I know that part of who he is, is like this, this lifestyle is what he chose, what he's chosen. And that means that he's going to be gone for weeks at a time. And this is a huge part of our, our life. And I have to be willing to accept that and take that up. Um, which means that like, I have to be okay, That you know what, like, there's going to be time like every year I'm in the fall, I'm not going to see him or actually he's also like, I also like, he's a Marine. Um, so he's in the military and there are certain things where it's like, I like for a lot of people, um, that's a deal breaker, whether that's because of like beliefs of the military or even just the light. And it's not a deal breakers are not bad things. Um, I, I don't know um, if you, you guys can disagree with me on that. Um, but deal breakers, I think, are actually good things because it protects both people from being in an unhappy relationship where they're miserable. Um, but so like the lifestyle of the Marine, like I have to be okay with with the stress that comes with that, with the possibility of like, hey, he's not going to be home for the next three. Like, And this is a true thing, like actually from... March through June, he's not going to be home and I have to be okay with that. So like, but that could be a deal breaker for somebody else. Yeah. I think
2: it's also good. Cause something like my mom, my dad was in the military. So I think my mom had a similar experience where she had to kind of make that, you know, decision. Is she okay with that sort of lifestyle? I think it's also important to have that kind of conversation. With how long is someone going to stay like in the Marines for or like some, um, so, like, is this like a career thing where it's a 20 plus year commitment or is it a five-year commitment? I think, that could also be a different, like, if you are okay with that decision, it doesn't mean like you're okay with the the service aspect for the rest of your life. And some people may be okay with that. Some people stay in the military for forever. Some people leave after, you know, five to 10 years.
0: So that being said about deal breakers, though, if you come to the table with a deal breaker and say like, hey, this is a deal breaker, like, is this your life decision? Or is this just a for now thing? Because it's a deal breaker for me, if it's a life decision, how do you how do you navigate that?
1: I think it depends on, on like, is it, a, is it like something that's going to be long-term for them? That if, if you were to enter into that, it would be a part of your life too. And like how much of that, um, like ref- discerning on like, is that going to be an unhealthy thing for, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of myself as I'm like discerning, is this going to be an unhealthy thing to me where I would be better off not... You know, parting from this relationship in this, from labeling this relationship in that particular way, um, and maybe going a different route, or is it, is it, is it something that I could see myself doing, um, even if I might disagree with kind of what, um, what this decision is? I'd, I still, I would still be able to support that partner.
2: I think some things are scalable and some things aren't. Like something's related to like a career or like in terms of like how you want to plan a family, where do you want to live? I think you can kind of meet in a middle ground in certain ways. But I think for me, ideologies is more different because I think it's a little bit harder to be like, I believe in this. And someone might believe in something the opposite. And most of the time, you're probably not going to meet in the middle. It's sort of if you have your beliefs in a lot of ways, like what I think a lot of Catholics do, I think that's something you have to consider and talk about. And some things maybe really can't be not negotiable. Because maybe you might come to the table thinking it's a deal breaker, but you might be able to find some common ground, you know, without the pros and cons. But it's hard, it's tough. And I guess that's the cool thing about getting married in the Catholic church is there, are, there is a marriage prep process where in theory it's sort of formalized where you are supposed to sit down and nail this out.
0: Yeah, it gives you the opportunity to address it, which is nice. Um, that being said, though, what... What do you guys hope for in a partner? like what are you what are you looking for when you're like a relationship? Like it, first off, is there a checklist? Second, um, if there is a checklist, what is on it?
1: I find um emotional intelligence so attractive. Um, uh, I think just the ability to like understand like for someone else to understand and like self-awareness. Um, and like their emotional awareness um, to be able, cause I think that's a huge level of like intimacy and being vulnerable, um, having that, uh, allowing that space and having the capacity and like the wherewithal to allow that space between each person um, and to be able to kind of, um, I guess just have that emotional intelligence between the, between the two partners.
2: Yeah, for me, I think it's just kind of having similar, similar levels of maturity. Because I think ultimately that we might not have the same priorities, but I think if we have similar levels of maturity, it kind of, you're probably leaning towards similar directions. But I don't know if I have a checklist. I'd like, i like someone who's funny. Um, Cause I think I'm funny sometimes and I can't be the only person in a relationship that's funny, you know? The spotlight. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, but that being said, like my dad's a lot funnier than my mom and they've made it work for 28 years. So, I mean, I guess it, you know, it works out well. They have pros and cons. So I don't think I have like a definite checklist, but I think someone who's just on similar mental space that I'm in.
0: Okay. You say maturity. I think there's multiple layers of maturity though. So can you, can you describe that? Yeah. I think
2: I have certain views on things like, uh, I think I'm in a certain place career-wise and headspace in terms of where I want my family to be in, in like a 10 year window. And I think I'd want someone who has the same sort of like maturity to help me get there.
0: Those are two different things. That's true. Um, Those are two different things. And the reason I say that is because, <laughs> ugh, because like I have a very different view of, of how life should be than, my, than, than Mitch. And like, it's hard, but we we are making it work. So like having someone that has the same view of you, like if that's what you want, that's awesome. But that's a different thing than having the same either mental capacity or same emotional maturity or even- I
2: would say that if you guys have the similar maturity that you're able to sit down and have these conversations productively, I assume. (laughs) So, So maybe it's not you have the same views, but you have the capacity- to share your views and actually like have a constructive conversation of where you want to be. Cause realistically, if you're in a relationship, it's, it's two people. You're not going to get your way in everything. Like that's not how things work, but I guess
0: that I'm going for it. I'm going to win
2: them all. But I also Um, think like, it's like, there's, there's something healthy in
1: that. like expressing like, um, like this decision you make, I'm not fully on board or whatever, but I still want to support you. And like, like you said, just laying it on the table. I think that's, that's love.
2: Okay, I want to add another thing on my checklist. I don't have one, but this is it. I like I think critical thinking skills are super attractive in a person. Cuz I feel like I think critically about a lot of things and I want someone who could also do that. Even if it's disagreeing opinions. I, I want someone who can look at information and think about it and not just I don't know, take it at face value. I...
0: What about you?
1: What was it? What what did you find most attractive about Mitch when you I mean and now as well I
0: don't know yeah no um, it's for, for me it's definitely a continuous growing thing um, because when, when I first met Mitch I, I truly thought it was just going to be like a learning experience which I do think if you're being respectful you can date and like learn and then like be done with the relationship like I think that's that can be a very valid and important thing so that's what I thought that was going to be I thought it was just going to be um, you know dating for a little bit and that was going to be it. Um, so at first it was like, I want to make sure that like, he is respectful. I want to make sure that I can speak my mind. Um, I want to make sure that, um, we can, we can talk, being able to talk. That was actually the first thing that I found so attractive about him was that we, he, he was driving me to a campfire on the beach. The radio was barely on, I, I think, we, have, we we disagree on this. I could have sworn the radio was off because um, he was new to the area and didn't know the radio stations, so the music was off. Um, he he will fight that <laughs> to this day. Um, but we talked. We just talked for, for it was supposed to be a 20-minute ride. He took the long way, so we could, it ended up being a 45-minute ride, just met him, and we were able to talk the entire time. And being it, like, that was so attractive to me. Um, the other thing was, and this was for me, um, I really struggle with knowing if somebody likes me or not. Like I really struggle. Like, I I don't know. Um, so someone that took charge, um, was really, really attractive to me. Um, like he, he was very clear on day one that like, Hey, I find you attractive. Um, which was really good, which was really important for me. Um, but as times progressed, um, I find it way more attractive. Like the most romantic thing he has done for me was I was driving out to see him. because um, um, So he's in California, I drove out to see him and I was sick kind of driving out to him. This was pre-COVID, so it's like, it's the common cold, so pre-COVID, there's that disclaimer, driving out to see him. I'm like super snotty and I'm like, I don't feel good. And I forgot my deodorant. Like I'm going to like, and I'm telling him, I'm like, I'm going to smell horrible. Like this stinks. Like, oh, I hate this. Um, he's like, okay, hey, call me when you're like 15 minutes out. Like I'm like, okay. So I called him. He asked me to call him so that way he could make tea with honey in it for me to drink, to try to help my sore throat. And he also had a stick of deodorant that he went to the store and bought for me like that is one of the most attractive things that he's done because it was him taking care of me him seeing above himself and it was such a little act but it's him being like hey I'm going to make space for you I'm going to take time with you and I'm going to figure out problems with you so I don't know I think I think what you look for in a partner evolves over time and you have to communicate that with your partner
2: I think buying deodorant for a woman is a is a, a risk and I'm glad he <laughs> took it because it sounds like there's a good reward on it. You know what I mean? Because some people might get offended by that and take
0: it the wrong way. I, I mean, I also told him I was stressed out about it because I did not have deodorant with me.
2: So, like... But some people wouldn't have bought deodorant because...
0: Yeah. No, yeah. I think... Like, and that just goes to like, you have to know your partner.
2: Yeah, no, I was just
1: going to say. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to pivot. I wonder, um, I, since we are like, we're the the a generation of like technology. So what do y'all feel about, um, how do we feel about like communication in person, communication um, via phone and texting? What do y'all think?
2: I think it's, I think it's all good. I mean, I think, first of all, we're in a pandemic. So I think we're fortunate to have mediums to communicate. And I know historically people are gonna say face-to-face is always better. And I think it's, there's definitely good in a lot of ways but I don't think we should take it for granted that we can always be in contact with people through, you know, things like text messaging, face calls. And I mean, let's not look away from things like dating apps. Like those are okay. Um, I don't think they should be the only way of communicating with people, but I think if you use them as like a supplement, they're good. I'm all about all of them. And um that's good. You know. I thought you were gonna like say the opposite. Oh, I was no,
0: like, no, no, oh no. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, I, I actually I'm gonna disagree with you on some part because like I don't think face to face is always the best. Um that I know that's gonna that's gonna be kind of no, weird. No,
2: I think it's fair. Like
0: that I'm being s- the reason I say that is because I there have been so many times when I I am emotionally distraught. And like, I, and I am angry and all of this. And if I had taken the moment to like step back, write this in a letter and I'm, and I do let write letters. I love old school letters, but if I had written that down in a letter and then given it to him and then like, let me, or, or, or even if I, or, or or even just like not like, if I'm able to just have him on the phone, sometimes, sometimes we do better actually on phone calls doing face-to-face because um, majority of our relationship, actually almost all of our relationship has been, um, long distance. So like we, we truly relied upon FaceTime, which really relied upon Snapchat on Instagram on like every social platform possible. Um, and, and there are, there are certain things that need to be said in, in person. I do agree with that. Um, but there's also certain things that I think need to be there in other communication ways. What I agree.
1: Think um, I think I've found for me, uh, I mean, in persons, obviously like there's a level of intimacy that comes with that, but I also think like in, like you're saying, like sometimes there's like intense conversations or conversations that just take a lot of processing. And I think for, before like responding in a way that's kind uh, that's like kind to both parties like self-care kind kind of thing but uh, and i think for me also to add add a layer that like i as like an introvert i process things a lot internally so it, it for me that would it'd be hard to have like that type of conversation in a way that would be healthy for both parties like in person like the kind of the heavier conversations um it's just it just takes me a little while to process and
2: like I can like write my words out a little bit better and like write my response back and forth um yeah. do you think it's a matter of technology or more of just knowing when you need to step away in a conversation
1: no yeah that's good like like even like if it's in it, like a, a an in-person conversation I could see myself like um taking a step, like hey um like I think this is a really important conversation I I don't have the capacity you know I don't I'm not in the like the right state right now I just need to process a little bit um maybe take a step back and that's just my like initial response I don't know what y'all think
0: i think you, I, I think there're two different things um I, I do think there are certain things about like mediums of communicating with people um and it's not just about like timing um so so for example um mitch mitch from again mitch mitch the <laughs> I, it I say this with so much love, clingy. And it's not that like not in a negative way, but in a way <laughs> in a way that like he loves to constantly be with somebody and that's who he is. So for him, a good morning text in the morning is important. That's really important. It doesn't matter when I send him that good morning text. What matters is is that he has a text that says good morning because it makes him feel important that he's and it and it, and it makes him feel valued that I'm thinking about him, whether he's there or not every day. Like, like that's important to him. And that's, um, whereas, and, and that's not about like a timing situation. That's not about like, I need to step back. I need to step forward. Um, that's just something that we found in our relationship is important for both of us to work. Um, timing is different where like, I, I'm i totally like you, Jacob, like I need to step back. Like, I, like who, if you get, or if I, if I, I need to step back so I can process things, but also so I don't say something horrific, um, which is a different thing than like medium. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. What we in, a way, in a way, like if you guys were together, you'd probably also say good morning to him. You know what I mean? Or do you think the text messaging helps you like enhance that? Because you guys can be in touch more throughout the day. I know like realistically your situation is that you're more distance, but like in the long term, in theory, like, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, It actually, no, the text message, especially for where we were in our relationship, it needed because we did, we actually tried phone calls there for a while and the phone calls were terrible um, because he's trying to do this thing and I'm trying to do this thing. And we're like, or, or, or like I'm focusing on him and like having full attention is very important to me. Whereas he loves to multitask. So like while we did this phone call, it was actually really, really hurtful because I think I'm not important to him because he's not paying attention to me. Um, you know, and, and so like it, it, there was this disconnect. So we realized that like, actually, no, it, it couldn't be a phone call. And um, and if it was in person, um, I still think there's going to be times when we're like, even in person that like, you don't actually say like, like, good morning, gorgeous. Like, how'd you sleep? Like, I don't think that's always going to be a thing. Like, I think come like down the road, it's going to be like, hey, I need to do this. I need to do this. Did you do this? Why did you not do the laundry? Where's my cup of coffee? You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be that different communication. So I think it, it depends on what stage of a relationship you're in, but I do think it was the actual text message. That's cool.
2: What do you think I'll bring to a relationship? Like a partner? Yeah. What would you hope that- I mentioned that I'm kind of funny sometimes. Can I start with that? Uh, No, I think I'm a fairly sincere person, which I think is a a nicer way of saying direct and to the point. And I think I bring that to the table.
1: I agree with that in the best ways.
0: What do you bring to the table, Jacob?
1: Um, I'm actually going to see if I can pull up a tag. I was just texting my friend this. We We were just talking about like, uh, this is like the exact question. So I think, um, it's a
2: really wholesome conversation to have with your friend, by the way. Yeah. We're, we have a pretty wholesome. This friendship is a pretty wholesome friendship. We talk about. Yeah.
0: Uh, Ooh, a lot. Yeah. No, 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 I have to ask. I have to ask because we're in the relationship talk. Is it a friend or is it a friend?
1: No. Um, he, I met him oh, in, uh, um, Loyola Orleans. He always talks to me about like the dates that he's going, he goes on and stuff um
2: that's really cute. no that's still it's good to have friends that like you can just like bounce things like that off of
1: yeah i think for me too especially uh i mean at least for guys like it's it's i think it's maybe a little bit
2: of a uh, like a uh rarity i guess because yeah friends. it doesn't happen normally no i don't i can't go through my text messages and find those messages
0: wait do you guys get like dating ideas from your friends like do you guys talk about that
2: i don't know if you get it i think you look at relationships sometimes and you think i like that and i don't like that if that makes sense. I think I learned more from like seeing my friend's date and being like, that looks great. And I'm like, hard pass on that, you know?
0: That's
2: fair. So so yes and no.
0: Sorry, Jacob. Okay, sorry, Jacob. Sorry, yeah, yeah, Jacob. What do you bring
1: to the table? Yeah. So I put in this text, it was actually like a few hours ago. So I said, I think I want to give tranquility, but also fun. Like I want to be that fun uh dad uh, that comes up with all the Kinds of cool adventures with the kids and unique date ideas with the smoking hot wifey. Um,
0: oh my gosh, yes! That's so, cool. that's so you.
2: <laughs> See, that's I think I'd want to be like a mean dad, but I, I'm glad that you know that about yourself, Jacob, because you definitely would be a fun dad. I wouldn't be a fun dad. I would be like a tough love kind of dad, or my kids wouldn't live in the basement.
1: <laughs> I think they would, they, I think like they wouldn't take you seriously because like <laughs> you'd try and be like, like serious, but they just like your funny dad.
2: Well, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have the emotional intelligence to know that until they're like sixteen, you know. Yeah.
0: They wouldn't be able to tell with your voice though if you're serious or if you're joking. I tell my dad
2: is you can't tell when he's being serious. Um,
0: that was how my grandma was. I, it took me until I was eighteen that I realized like, oh my gosh, she's actually really funny. <laughs> I thought she was mean. <laughs> what about you, mean,
1: What do you bring? What do you think? Or what would you like to bring? What do you think you bring?
0: Um. I I think I bring a lot of good things, but I also know I bring a lot of bad things. Um, no, 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 I, like, no, just being serious. Um, so like something that I bring to the table, I bring a really playful, um, childlike wonder to things um, and a ton of energy. I work at like a really, really high tempo rhythm. I'm super analytical. Um, I have a background in theater, so I love analyzing people and like why they tick and why people do things and how, like, I love dissecting things and dissecting, um, like, okay, like what are all of my options? Um, and I mean, truly all of the options, um, which is really cool. Cause it's great for like a fail safe, but it also means that like, it takes forever for decisions to be made. Um, I also bring, like, I love to cook. I'm a, to toot my own home. or I'm a good cook. Um, I'm really good with kids. I was a nanny for seven years. I love kids. Um, that being said, I also bring, I have wounds that I bring to the table to be real. Um, you know, like I, I was sexually assaulted and that left a lot of damage and that puts a lot of strain on our relationship. And there are times where Mitch Like there, there are certain words that he can never say because of that damage. And there's certain things that like, that comes with that. Um, But, but he also has those things that he brings to the table. So I think when it's, when when you were talking about what do you bring to the table? It's, it's, we love to focus. We love to bring the good things, but there's also the bad. So, you know.
1: Yeah, I think for me, that's just reminding me of like, um, I don't know, maybe something like the, the things that I've, I think I've learned about myself in terms of like what I have to be intentional about. Um, and I don't know, like if this is the right terminology, but I think I have like, um, uh, what's it called? What's it called? Um, anxious attachment. I think would be like my my leaning, um, as opposed to like the the opposite of that, where like uh, um, you push away. And I think for me, um, knowing like, okay, I'm getting anxious about, I don't know what's going on with me and my partner, whatever, I'm getting a little anxious and I wanna draw in as opposed to like push back. So I think I have to be cognizant of like, um, okay, I'm feeling anxious right now. I really wanna lean in, lean in, lean in. And that might be a little bit overbearing for this other person. and, I, and I, I think I see tendencies of that too, like within my relationship with my mom, um, like like growing up as a, as a kid, um, like there was times that I I'd lost her in Target and I was like freaking out, like mom, where's my mom? Oh my gosh. It was only like five minutes, but I was like eight or something, like super scared. Um, I don't know. What about you, Thomas? What do you think?
2: I feel like I'm the opposite. I love my independence and I think I definitely long-term want certain things like to get married and start a family. And I think I'm worried that my love for independence could interfere with that. And I think it's great how you guys have this awareness. And then I also need to bring the awareness of like what I bring to a relationship, but also what stuff could hurt the relationship. And I think it's good to, I don't know, that's what I'm worried about. Like how different will my life be once all that comes to play?
0: That being said, like that, uh, again, that was a thing that I consciously had to take time to look at. Um, and come again, coming back to communication, like I literally wrote a list down and I said, Mitch, this is all I bring to the table, the good and the bad. Can you still love me? And like the beautiful thing is now he now he he does this thing that makes me so happy. Um where like he says, like, I love you regardless. And I think it's so great. Um, and um like he like like I'll do something stupid or something annoy, annoying annoying. And we'll say like, I don't like you right now, but I love you. I don't like you, but I love you. And when you do that, and it it reminds me truly of like the father's love for us, and that, and that agape love that like at the end of the day, like that's what we're looking for, and that's what we're wanting. So like that kind of has helped me at least with that balance of independence and not so
1: nice. All right. It looks like, um, we're probably getting close to time. Y'all ready for, um, that being said, y'all ready for some fire round questions? Yeah, yes.
0: Go oh my gosh. This is my favorite part. Okay. <laughs> Thomas, Valentine's,
1: are you ready? Valentine's, oh, Valentine's ready. Day edition. Okay. Try and answer them as quick as you can. Uh, all right. Let's go, um, Emmy first and then Thomas, and then we'll just go Thomas first and then Emmy. Okay. So first question is, um, walk on the beach or stroll by the Eiffel Tower, Emmy?
0: Um, Eiffel Tower, because I've already done the beach.
2: All right, Thomas. I pick the beach because France is stupid.
0: <laughs> oh
2: my gosh! Yeah, shots fired. <laughs> right, guys, um, would you rather? Oh, wait, Jacob, rest- Jacob,
0: Jacob, 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 Which one?
2: Oh, um, Five, uh, four, I, three. I know you want to say Paris, so just say Paris.
0: No,
1: I've been to I've been to Paris. I liked it, but I um I, I'd say beach just because uh, uh you get to walk your little toesies in the sand and uh and yeah. I'm,
0: and there's a lot of different beaches. I will say that. I just am saying Paris because I've never than to Paris, so that's why. Anyways, next one, go, rapid fire, five.
1: Would you rather, Thomas, would you rather receive uh, chocolates or flowers from a lover?
2: Chocolate, easy. Emmy?
0: Um, Good chocolates. If, if it's good chocolates, good chocolates. If it's bad chocolate, give me flowers.
2: <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Mitch, take note. <laughs> What's bad chocolate? Like, would you be upset if you had like a Kit Kat bar or Reese's? Those are good chocolates. They're not romantic, but they're still good.
0: Like, okay, I'm also, uh, this is also not a fair question because I'm trying to like, <laughs> COVID did not help me fit into my wedding dress. So like, I'm being very conscious about what I'm eating. So it's like, yeah. Anyways, Jacob, what
1: about you? Um. Okay. So I'm going to be completely honest. So for my future lover who might be listening to this, um, I think, so I, I would just get stressed out if I got flowers because then they're going to die soon. Like it's a nice gesture. Um, but then also, if I got chocolates, I don't think I would eat them. I would probably just re-gift them. To be honest, hundred percent honest. Um, <laughs> so you want a gift card or something?
0: No, 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 no. He wants, he wants, um, he wants, um, sardines.
1: It's, it's sardines will do, but like, I, I, don't. I'm not good at receiving gifts, to be honest. I'm
2: usually not. Cool. So are those are you are like one of those people who wants people like to donate in your name to something?
0: Yes, he's that guy
2: um sure I, I mean i feel like that'd be more productive or like oh you bought like i adopted a dolphin in your name or something like that yeah and i'm a highway after you yeah it's being productive too
0: okay what if what if someone gives you a potted plant
1: um sure yeah
0: okay so ladies give him a potted plant please all right next one
1: <laughs> um let's see i just feel like i'm really hard to read like in terms of g- gift giving so like this, this is
0: why we're telling them straight up Ta- yeah. <laughs>
1: okay all right um favorite romantic movie
2: or tv show the movie i like the first six minutes of up
0: oh my gosh i have feelings just thinking about that oh my
2: god not the rest of, i mean the rest of up is fine but from the romantic standpoint the first six minutes that's all i need it gets to the point it's very you know
0: I have so many. I love rom-coms. Right now, I'm gonna say you got mail. Uh, I think it's fantastic and beautiful. Uh, the Greatest Showman actually has like a beautiful relationship between the husband and wife. Like I love it's really a
2: toxic one. I
0: would argue. Okay. Okay. You know what? No. 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 Don't no, get no, into no. it. <sighs> we'll argue about this later, Thomas. Um, um, also, Sound of Music. Oh, Sound of Music. Guys, I can, oh my goodness, um, Jane Eyre, but that's a book. Anyways, I can talk about this forever. Also,
2: a toxic relationship.
0: You know what? She stands up for herself and she walks away. Now, why is that a love story? (laughs) Because she's independent enough to be like, she has those strong boundaries and she also has her her, um, deal breakers in there. Like, no, I'm not going to mess around with a married man. So she leaves him and then he's like, okay, I'm like, my wife is dead he did not kill her read the book it's fabulous um and then she's like okay um but she also wouldn't marry somebody else that like checked all of the boxes that society said no, it's it's uh, thomas no sorry this is not a this is not rapid fire jacob rapid um uh, movie slash tv show
1: um i'd say this is us i feel like all those have y'all seen this is us
2: i've seen parts of it it's good no. it's good. That's a solid answer you're missing out. It's Which like, couple is the one that inspires you, or just all of it. I feel th- all of them. Like, cause they're like so I feel like they're so realistic. Like they have
1: arguments, they um have disagreements, but they support each other. Um, like the first time uh like Randall went on a date with uh, oh my gosh, Beth, I think. He's like he uh he remembered that she liked like lemon and her coke. And then when they're sitting at the table another time, he just like instinctively grabbed a lemon and he got gave it to her. She didn't even realize until later. She's like, Why'd you put the lemon on my table? And he's like, because I remember you said you liked lemon. It was just like so cute cute um so just like i feel like those relationships are, uh within that show are uh realistic because like it's not all roses and butterflies and i feel like for the most part they're pretty healthy yeah mm-hmm.
0: that's fair
1: yeah so um last were you gonna say something
0: no it's just like you're just so sweet jacob
1: oh, man oh thanks
0: <laughs> <laughs> i put some sugar
1: in my no it's kidding um <laughs> Last question is favorite Valentine's Day memory.
0: Mm. Um, freshman year of college, um, we actually did Valentine's Day. Um, it was a but again like I didn't really know anybody in the area. Didn't like super uncomfortable since I didn't know anybody. Um, these girls invited me, and we. We, like, we did, like, Rose Thorn Bud that, like, we did a sleepover, old school sleepover. There was, like, 12, 15 of us. We did Rose Thorn Bud, um, which is really fun where you talk about, like, you got that, like, emotional sensation that you, like, that we as girls, like, really, really desire. Guys like that, too, um, I'm sure. Anywho, but, like, it was so fun. And then we woke up the next day on Valentine's Day, and we went to mass together, and we went to brunch together. Um, And it was... Like I am not a sleepover person, but that might be my best Valentine's day. So Thomas, what's your best Valentine's? I don't
2: think I have any incredible Valentine's day memories. I'm like going back in my calendar, trying to think about days in the past, like last year was a Friday. So I'm sure that was a fun day overall.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here, here, let me, let me simplify the question. Do you like Valentine's better as an adult or did you like it better in grade school?
2: Honestly, to think about it, probably, like, grade school seems like it's more of an event. Because if you're not dating someone on Valentine's Day, it's really not a thing. Whereas in grade school, I don't know, you like bring like Valentine's Day. Like for guys. I don't think it's really a thing for guys unless you're dating someone. Did you ever shoot your shot
1: on Valentine's Day? Like in elementary school, either? Do what? Did you ever shoot your shot on Valentine's Day? Like give your crush a little extra Valentine's <laughs> Day?
0: Oh my gosh yes you had to spend forever picking like the right card out of the packet of 24 of like like the
2: bigger 30. one goes to your crush
0: because yes. like, cards but then there were like three others like it so you're like oh my gosh what do i do with the other three yeah <laughs> uh, t- uh, jacob what was your most memorable valentine uh,
1: the first one that came up was um elementary school was, like the candy exchange i think it was third grade it was a uh, that's just the one that was i guess the most memorable i just remember exchanging candy with everyone um I think i got in trouble actually honestly because i think i might have like taken someone else's candy <gasps> no! like, taking someone else's candy but i think it like took too much of the pot or something like that i was a little bit of a rascal so you know?
2: jacob your best valentine's day is probably someone's worst
0: valentine's day <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well sorry um oh wait, okay, wait wait i have to ask one more are you guys since you guys we, we've discussed you're both single are you single and ready to mingle are you single and happily single, what does, like, is there a difference?
2: Um, I think there's a difference because I've spent, like, a lot of the past year and a half trying to sound so cliche, but, like, really, like, take care of myself and prioritize myself in a lot of ways.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I would say in 2021, I am probably ready to be more open to relationships than in the past year and a half. That being said, there's also, like, you know, an active pandemic. So it's not something where, like, I have to get myself in a relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I understand, like, there's other factors going on.
0: That's fair. Jacob, where are you, Sand?
1: I think um, I would say that I'm, so I'm single, and I would say that I'm doing things to, um, I guess, (laughs) strategically align, if anything comes up, the availability of, like, like, like dating apps and just, like, um, making my... Mental, emotional health as good as it possibly could for the you know whatever potential partner that comes, um, and like stabilizing, I guess, like more of an uh, like a, an income, I guess.
0: Mm. Guys, I, mean, I love you guys so much, so uh, so much. Have but also
1: chances. like at the same time, I would say like I'm not lonely. Um, I'm fine, like just chilling.
0: Yeah,
2: like I'm happy where I am in life. Like I want yeah. a relationship, but like yeah, like, I'm happy right now
0: no i i like I think that's a really we did not hit this hard enough, but like you can be and you should be happy like single and happy. a relationship does not make you happy minus the relationship with God. ding ding uh, but but for real i I agree with you guys like a relationship does not make happiness so yeah, but thank you for asking for all the people, and i had to i had to had to ask
1: <laughs> no that was a good question
0: all right
1: well Well, with that being said um thanks for listening everyone um you now know all of our deepest darkest uh relationship secrets
2: have a good one (laughs) bye guys stay classy out there